The views expressed on the Big Gay Radio Show may not necessarily be the views of the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation or those of the staff or management of WMNF. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to celebrate love, life, and all things LGBTQIA+. It's the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Now live from the WMNF studios in Tampa, it's the Big Gay Radio Show. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. This is the Big Gay Radio Show with the group of... Host Mr. Brian Hinson. 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 <laughs> kind of said it right, I guess. Happy pre St. Patrick's Day. I tried my best, man. We're doing what we can. And we are also <laughs> joined by with the beautiful SMA Russell. Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing? How are you? I'm good, actually. I'm really good. And I am the Tampa Bay Twink, Christopher Gorman. I just got off the phone with one of my good buddies, Beta. Or Matthew, um, we actually uh, go back all the way uh, to when he was a freshman in high school, uh, and so he's a good friend of mine. So shout out to Beta, I love you, buddy. Um, we are also joined by a large group of people. Uh, we are joined by two groups. We are joined by the Found Family Collective and Weapons Brand. So we are joined by Angel. Say hi. Hello, everyone. I'm Angel. Hi, Angel. We are joined by... I'm Set. Hello. Set. We are joined by Brian. Hello, You guys got to talk up a little bit more. They sound so shy. I know, right? Yeah. Like, two of you have been on here before. Shy. What's that? Hey, and guys. Jamie. There we go. That's yes, right. Jamie. Oh, it's it's Jamie want... from Weapon Brand. You are almost like well, you were being held hostage here. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it almost gave me the hostage situation. Like, hello, how are you? <laughs> Pretty wanted to talk. <laughs> it's so funny. It's fine. Everything's fine. Nobody's forced to be here. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Yes. So you guys actually have some really cool uh, services that you guys have partnered to offer. Um you guys are, are doing a, a self-defense course for the LGBTQ community, correct? Yeah, on Saturday. On Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, what day time, or excuse me, what time and where is this going to be located at? So it's going to be Saturday, March 18th at 11 a.m. at Allendale in St. Petersburg um, at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So real quick, before we uh, go into the, all the topics, I want to ask you guys a little bit about, um, you know, why you guys are, are doing this, because this is a, a very important discussion to, to jump into immediately. Um, so um, I don't want to tread on, on what you guys are here to talk about. So why are you guys offering this? Um, long story short, you can't really depend on anyone but us to protect us. Given the climate in um, Florida, it's becoming increasingly dangerous to be an out queer trans person. It's uh, increasingly dangerous to be a trans woman in Florida. And whether that's leaving the bar, leaving the club, or just existing as yourself and being clockable in public, you can't depend on law enforcement to come to run to your defense. And sometimes you need to, as Weapon Brand says, be your own weapon. 
I completely understand that. I so I so yeah. I so related to that because when I first started living as a girl, you know, I didn't blend very well into society. As I've gotten older, I've gotten better at it because I've lived so long as a woman that I'm not trying to be one. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't have to be effeminate. I can just be feminine. And sometimes feminine women are tomboyish. So even that's okay. So I really assimilated into society very well and I blend very well. I do everything. Nobody bothers me. Nobody stares at me. They just think I'm a loud Cuban woman, right? (laughs) But everybody is not like that. And I remember a time when I was not that. When I was very, like, people could tell, and I had facial hair and things that, you know, that gave me away, and I was still trying to get better at it because I was, I was my early trans involvement, and my life was in danger then. Yeah, and but not as much as now. There should have been somebody to, you know, sort of hold your hand or to escort you um, on that journey, right? And there wasn't, and no. so we want to create a space where we can be that 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 middle piece between I'm now coming out or I'm now starting to transition and live as myself and I'm fully confident in walking out in public as myself. Yeah. And, I was, oh. Before you say that, I was going to say, but even as a woman, so I have another problem. Yeah. Living as a woman, I'm in danger. and I, A beautiful but, woman at that. So mm. I, I'm in danger because what if I get, I take Ubers all the time. What if I get a crazy Uber driver? I mean, I think about it all the time. Yeah. I, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm coming home from work. I'm in a car with a man that I don't know. Yeah. I don't know this man. I'm in the car with him. I mean, it sounds crazy, but things can happen. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up too, Esme. I've had a few uh, encounters with Uber drivers that were scary. Luckily, they didn't end in any bad way, but they, they made me really think about safety. Now that I'm reliant on Uber, I don't have a vehicle. And a lot of gay, queer, and trans people do use Uber to get yeah. to and from work or they drive. One of the classes we're going to have down the road will actually discuss safety in the Uber. But another thing that um, for me personally, uh, in Ybor City, I was just walking down being my normal gay self and some man just started making this like growling sound and lunged at me. He did not attack me, but it made me very afraid. And I have been attacked verbally or physically in my life. On my Facebook feed, I'm seeing a large, a larger number than normal of very visibly gay men or trans women, most specifically, reporting threats of attacks. So it's getting... It's getting personal. And then we saw what happened with cocktails in St. Pete recently. They're getting more and more emboldened, so we need to be prepared. Somebody wrote graffiti on the wall. Yeah, 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 some homophobic slur. Correct, correct. And they found the man, by the way. They did arrest him. Thank God. Very quickly. Yeah, that was really good. He was already actually in custody already. They just added on the charge on to it. Which which is a good thing. Very good thing. Well, I just wanted to add, you know, we're working with Found Family um, Collective and we're so happy to be providing the service for them. But you had mentioned that just being a woman is a dangerous place for you. Um, Something that we talk about a lot is that statistically men are actually attacked violently um, at a larger percentage than women. It doesn't always make the news. It doesn't, you know, translate so much. Women have a lot more fear, but it's not just for women. It is for men, yeah. too. Um, and that's just something that we always try to, to put out there because 
we want everybody to be safe. Yeah. You know, man, Absolutely. woman, I just, yeah. trans, whatever. I, I just personalized it because yeah. it's my, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it through my lens, right? So maybe a man would be looking at it through his lens. You know, I've lived as a girl since I was 14 years old. So I have no point of reference. There's, there's a lot I'm, more I'm, sexual I'm, attacks on women. Yes. But, um, but I have no point of violence. reference what it's like to live as a man in the world. I really don't. I don't know what male privilege is. I've never experienced it. You know, I see my brother gets it, mm-hmm. you know, but I've never experienced that. But I've experienced other things. People hold doors for me. They help me. If You know what I'm saying? If I'm carrying bags, they help me carry them. So, but I'm looking at it through my lens. It's selfishly, but, you know, it's just the way it is. Well, one thing that I was thinking of, too, is our classes are open to people who are transgender, gay, lesbian, non-binary, queer. For anyone who's 15 years of age or older, I mean, obviously, yeah. if they're below 17, they do need parental or guardian consent. But I remember I went to Hillsborough High School here in Tampa, Florida, and I remember being attacked using the bathroom. I'm a cisgender man and I was attacked in the men's room. So for our trans brothers and sisters and non-binary siblings out there, the threats about, you know, bathroom bills is going to make the need for self-defense more. And we know hate crimes happen against all of us, but black transgender women are still out there being murdered at high frequent rates. So we want vulnerable, we want all these community members to come to our events and, and get this training, not just for themselves, but for the other people in the community that they will then share this information with. Absolutely. And the extremely unfortunate thing is, is that I've even personally have to dealt with self-defense. Even when I was in high school, um, you know, I'm personally not really wanting to go into that, but I, I would, I have appreciated the self-defense training that I have received when I was younger. And I, I definitely, that's why I'm very glad that when Jamie reached out to me that you guys were doing this event, that I was like, wow, we really need to get you guys on because you guys are really doing something important because it's very, very, very crucial that we are able to protect ourselves. Um, real quick, we're going to go ahead and go into the gay news right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQ news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tennessee, Tennessee Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally announced March 13th that he is pausing all social media activity after revelations that he repeatedly commented on posts of nearly nude photos of a young gay model and other LGBTQ personalities. McNally, a Republican, initially stated last week that he had no intention of stopping when pressed about why he repeatedly commented on racy social media posts by the 20-year-old. He later issued an apology saying it was not his intention to embarrass his friends, family, or members of the legislator. However, the 79-year-old legislative leader has since received national attention, including being parodied on Saturday Night Live with critics accusing McNally of being hypocritical, particularly McNally supporting legislation restricting where certain drag shows can take place. Some of the posts that have sparked the most uproar include commenting on a photo of a man's backside where he was wearing only underwear saying you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine. McNally then posted a comment using only fire and heart emojis. In a separate post, McNally posted a heart emoji on an image of a man pulling down his underwear. In Florida, the DeSantis administration is in the process of revoking the Hyatt Regency Miami's alcohol license after the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation determined that the hotel's affiliated James L. Knight Center had hosted a drag queen Christmas performed December 27th with minors present in the audience. The Knight Center is a major South Florida venue that has previously hosted the Miss Universe and Miss USA pageant. The venue's main room can seat 
4,600 people. This is the third time the state's Division of Alcoholic Beverages and Tobacco, which operates under the Department of Business and Professional Regulations, has targeted a business that has hosted a drag show. Hyatt Regency Miami is allowed to keep selling alcohol until the department makes a final decision. The business has 21 days to request a hearing. Beth Panel, spokesperson for the department, told Insider. In St. Petersburg, the St. Petersburg Police Department has identified William Yakko as the suspect who vandalized cocktail with a homophobic slur in the early hours of March 11th. Yakko, aged 57 of St. Pete Beach, had previously been booked into the Pinellas County Jail on unrelated charges. Hate speech enhancements were added to a prior conviction of felony criminal mischief, the department shared. St. Petersburg Police Department detailed the hate graffiti arrest March 14th in a Facebook post. Surveillance video shows Yakko approaching Cocktail's entrance along Central Avenue just before 6.30 in the morning. He then writes an explicit message with graphic language and multiple spelling errors. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your queer news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Happy St. Patty's Day and on the 17th at Zoe's, the legends of Tampa Bay hit the stage all together. Featuring Miss Joey Brooks, Esme Russell, Felicity Lane, and Melanie Mignon. Two shows, award-winning food and drinks. Zoe's is located at 2825 First Avenue South in St. Pete. Then on Saturday the 18th is the first intensive basic self-defense course for our LGBTQ plus community. Instructed by the staff of Weapons Brand, you can get all the information at Found Family Collective's Instagram page. All week Outshine at Home is streaming Chrissy Judy. She's been described as a free spirit, a daydreamer, and boy crazy hot mess. Visit OutshineFilm.com for more information. The official Girl Pride Tampa is happening at the Crowbar on the 25th. Guest performances by Sarah Peacock, Siobhan, New Rule, just to name a few. Doors open at 1. For more information, please visit their Facebook page at Girl Pride Tampa. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and tampabaygay.com. This LGBTQ plus website features a local events calendar, business directory, entertainment news, community resources, and more. It is all at tampabaygay.com. You can help WMNF now and into the future by donating gifts of stock, real estate, retirement assets, or a life insurance policy. It's easy to leave a legacy of love. Just call Ian at 813-238-80. Or go to WMNF.org slash planned giving to get started today. You're listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. Loud in my mind today. I'm jumbled up, I cannot think straight. No matter how many steps I take, everything feels so far away. It is loud in my mind today. I'm jumbled up, I cannot think straight. No matter how many steps I take, everything feels so far away. So I'll pop out my chest, take a deep breath. I'm gonna be okay Yes, it's loud in my mind I'll take my time I'm gonna be okay I'll pop up my chest Take a deep breath I'm gonna be okay Yes, it's loud in my mind I'll take my time I'm gonna be okay I'm gonna be okay It's just a bad day today I'm 
gonna be okay. Now what did Auntie Gladys say? She said, pop out your chest, take a deep breath, you're gonna be okay. Is it loud in your mind? Just take your time, you're gonna be okay. So go ahead and shine real bright, and the light. So go ahead and shine real bright, you are the light. Go ahead and shine real bright, you are the light. out your chest, take a deep breath, you're gonna be okay. Is it loud in your mind? Just take your time, you're gonna be okay. Puff out your chest, take a deep breath, you're gonna be okay. Is it loud in your mind? Just take your time, you're gonna be okay. What happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show. Cause I need you like the flowers need the rain. I need you like the sun when the clouds turn gray. Oh, you like the blood running through my veins. I love you until now and forever away. Yeah, bunks on rocks. Sometimes I feel so lonely. Feels like there is no one around to hold me. And my head gets dark and heavy. But then I see your face. Cause I need you like the flowers need the rain I need you like the sun when the clouds turn gray Oh, you like the blood running through my veins I love you until now and forever away Oh, 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 oh. One step at a time, oh, you take me From your vines, but no, I won't run away. You take the doll and make it vibrant. I could stay forever, baby. And I could only hope for the best. And I could only breathe with my chest. One step at a time, oh, you take me. You're leaving me blind, but don't leave me. Cause I need you like the fly. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed that little bit of appreciation music. I was very appreciative today of the people who uh, was giving me a little bit of, of, of love when I needed it. I, I posted that I was down a little bit earlier, um, and uh, somebody actually uh, posted one of the uh, the video, uh, one of the songs um, in the comments, and it meant a lot to me that that people. You know, re- reach out to me. So, thank you guys. Uh, Clark, um, I like your shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Pac-Man. I really yes. like that shirt. Thank it's you. So <laughs> I had to look down for a second. I, said, I looked at it. I said, oh my God, that's such a cute. It's you know a, who got it for me? Who got it for you? My mom. It's really Aww. cute. So, shout out to my mom. Hi, mom. She does listen to the show. So, such very cute, much shout out to my mom. such a cute shirt. I really love it. Yes, yeah. it's the Pac-Man hoodie that yeah, you got me. so cute. And we are joined, I am Chris Gorman. I'm joined by the bodacious Brian Hinkson. 
Flying Fly Brian. Yeah, Flying yeah, Brian. I actually got commented on my shirt too coming out of the movies. You looking it's fly? Megan. Oh, it's Megan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it the. Yeah, it's the I know Megan that shirt. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. Uh, tonight I went to go see Cocaine Bear and coming into the theater. Um, <laughs> so funny. They were. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It is. That, that uh, I, I won't give it away, but the ambulance scene just kills me. Yeah. It, it does. Just, it's so gruesome, but it's so, so funny. God, it's so great. It's but, really, it's a good movie to go watch. I really did enjoy it. We're also it joined is. by the energetic body beautiful Esme Russell. Yes, people don't notice my shirt, but they notice what's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> well, it's true. It same really girl, same. I'm going to get so you a Bible one of these yeah. days. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, we are also joined by the fabulous people. Oh, I just smacked my mic right in the face. Sorry about that. We are joined by the fabulous people from Weapon Brand. Hey. Hi, Jamie. How are yes. you? We are so good. That's awesome. Yeah, good. And we are also joined by the Found Family Collective. Hey, y'all. Hi, Sed. Hi. Hey, hey everyone. Hello, Angel. Looking yeah. very angelic today. Aw. Oh. <laughs> so, Miss Esme Russell, over the break you were telling uh, the rest of us about a very dangerous bill. Yeah, I'll read, it, I'll, I'll read it to you exactly what it is. It is a scary bill. It's our, it's our, wonderful, it's our wonderful governor. So it's called, um, it's, up for, it's up for vote. Coming up very soon. Is it in committee or is it like actually going to a full vote? It's going for a full vote. It's called, it's HB 1403 SB 1580. And the bill says protections of medical conscience, giving license to discriminate in healthcare and healthcare services. So if you're transgender or LGBTQ plus, and God forbid you end up in a hospital, or in a medical emergency, could they debate? I mean, there's always going to be great doctors out there that will treat you. But what if you get to that hospital at the wrong time? What if it's in the middle of the night and the doctor that you need only works during the day shift? I mean, you know, some people don't, aren't lucky. I mean, it's really, really. That's just one of the law. The, one of the bills. It's up it's for crazy. Both. It feels that, like a story that I was told when I was like younger. When I was first coming out, like my parents would tell me about different like issues that were back in the in the day. Like, because it, it's not happening within you know ed, the education system. The 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 education system barely just touches up on on Stonewall, and that's it. That's the elements of the gay community. Yeah. Uh, at least within my. Education so experience. Re resolution yeah. opposing LGBTQ service service medical services to LGBTQ members. Also, there's another one called HB 1011 SB 668, and this one will ban the gay flag. Wow! Ban it. Mm. Well, I have mine it hanging up on the window. Flag ban. Quote unquote. Flag ban. So the wow. uh, is this America? I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's going on. So and insane. then of course SB two five four bans gender affirming care to uh, to children. If you are a parent and you have a transgender child and you take your child to a doctor, uh, you would be charged with kidnapping. Wow. Mm. To your own children, kidnapping. This, uh, ki that's what it says here. Kidnapping provisions added to that bill. 
It's just unbelievable. It's disgusting because you're taking people from actually caring individuals. Because so, if they act, even if it is a situation where you do not agree with their their care, you can very clearly see that these parents care about what the opinion of their child is. So, wouldn't it be just better to educate them on better practices and how to teach their child to be better, I think rather a, than forcing them to see their way? I think a parent should be able to choose a child's medical care. Exactly, that's right. just my personal yeah. opinion. Here's the other one: um, HB twelve twenty three. Uh, it expands on the "Don't Say Gay" trans expansion that also prohibits using pronouns ever in schools or public spaces. So not in court, not at the driver's license. So a person like me would be he. Wow. Looking with these gigantic bazonkas on my chest, well, walking that it, around. That even that just scares me because yeah. the thing oh, wait, that the bathroom bill is back that also. bathroom bill. That's what I was about the to go into mention is, because yeah. now you're if under that bill. You're gonna have to go under the into the men's room. So can you imagine the guys how happy they're gonna be when I show up? And you know I'm gonna wear every push-up bra and cleavage I got in the world in those bathrooms. Honestly, so I want those wives to be pissed when I leave that bathroom. You okay? very much should. So, like, so, so that add a little bit of whiteness next to your trans, lipstick. The transgender bathroom <laughs> bill is SB sixteen seventy four, and of course the, uh, the uh, there's another book banned to ban. Uh, tr- uh, LGBTQ books from all, which is what Hitler did. Hitler, that's how Hitler started. Was Hitler, Hitler, Mussolini, and Fidel Castro all have something in common? That the first thing that they did was they banned books, which is kind of unique. That that's what he's doing. First thing he did was start banning books. So, which is fascism? Yeah. You know, communism. That's what it is. It's yeah. the beginning of it. Yeah, it's the beginning of it. Obviously, it's, yeah, because they they want it's the telltale signs of the start well, of where it can they go. They don't want people to know you. You ban knowledge, so if you ban knowledge, then people are walking around they don't know, and if people don't know, then you can control them. So banning knowledge is very important to people that have a fascist mentality. But you know, the only difference between then and now is that we have the internet. That's what I was about to bring yeah. up because yeah. you can't necessarily ban. Unless you go into banning the entirety of the internet for under the ed, uh, I know it sounds insane, hmm, right? Yeah. But if they're banning a person's health care, yeah, couldn't well, they? They're, they're there's trying. not really much. What would stop yeah. them from banning the internet? Nothing. They they yeah. they've moved pretty far on net neutrality bills, which is like the first step that you need in order to get internet service providers to control what kind of content you have access to. So there's literally nothing stopping them except us putting pressure on them. Yeah. Plus, exactly. we know that there's bans and censorship in other countries, so they may not ban it outright, but they may control if a content involves gay, queer, or trans content. They may say, you can't go to that website, or Correct. they may make third parties like Facebook or TikTok ban queer content. Correct, like they do in China. Mm-hmm. China and Russia also, all that content is banned. Yeah, the Chinese have no have no LGBT. You can get it, but if you get caught by the government, oh, yeah, right. right. And you know, it, just because it's there, if it's difficult to get to, then the average person will not find what they need, like what we can today. Correct. Exactly. Mm. It's extremely unfortunate. Um, so where does it stop? Very. So you know, it started with the woman's uterus. Now it's well. How does it stop? And does it know, stop before the, it's too late? Is the question because what if they pass legislation that makes it so that they are? This is not freedom. 
You never know. This yeah. is not freedom. If if you if the government can control what you read and see, this is not freedom. I well, mean, not only that, but you know, it's even further than because you know, Facebook and you know, Twitter and and all that. You know, it just opens up a can of words. Because you know, what's been interesting on t- uh, on Twitter specifically is Elon Musk and how um, he kind of handled Joe Biden tweeting out. Um, and his Super Bowl tweet getting more interactions than his tweet, because um, this is alleged. I'm not 100 percent sure if this is is this factual in terms of um, you know very much in terms of the press releases. However, allegedly uh, that situation angered Elon Musk to the point where he started to push his own content further as sponsored content into Twitter. And I'm not sure if any of you guys have Twitter. But I've definitely noticed a lot more Elon Musk content, and I don't follow him. So I, I'm true. on Twitter. I notice it. You yeah. notice yeah. it? Yeah. I so did too. It's, yeah. And I'm on Twitter. I notice it. You very much I see thought, the I thought danger. I was posting more. I didn't really think anything about it. But you have to think. Uh, it, according to him, everybody is posting more. So if... Everybody is posting more, but he's the only person that's getting pushed to everybody's feet. All of us here have now, and at least the people who have had Twitter, have noticed an, inta- an increase of, of uh, almighty CEO Twitter, Elon Musk, um, and his, his uh, tweets. As, whether they're you know, political or not is up for discussion. But, you know, it's definitely very scary in terms of what can be pushed in terms of what is a neutral source. Where can we get a neutral site of information? Yeah, and I just wanted to comment on, you know, you said, where does this all stop? And I think, you know, there's no clear answer to that. But I think the decision really comes with us collectively. We have to be organized. And what the powers that be are trying to do now is divide. So they're trying to make us scared of trans people or scared of black history and things like that. So that way we're fighting each other and we're not fighting the the powers that be the super rich like the Elon Musks or the governor DeSantis or Trump. So I think we just have to really be a collective, be a community. And that's kind of one of the things we want to do with the Found Family Collective is make sure we all know we don't all have to agree with each other. We don't even all have to like each other, but we've got to have each other's back if we're going to survive this system and actually topple it. Absolutely. And on that note, I want to give a shout out to Miss Esme Russell, who is the Tampa Pride Grand Marshal Trailblazer. Um, this uh, this weekend, no, right? No, it'll be the next next weekend. weekend and, next week, and next week, we're going to have Alex Barbosa here, and he's going to tell you all about... Um, He's involved with Tampa Pride. He's going to tell you all about the events and what's going on and where you can go. Yes. So none of the events are kid-friendly anymore, obviously. Yeah. They're, not, they're all for adults now. But still, it's going to be great for, you know, the kids can still see the parade. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can still come and see the parade, you know. But and I think the street festival is also open. Yes, yes. But they are the show events, the, the-, the theatrical presentations are all behind closed doors this oh, year. No outside, no outside Which- events. Which is something I kind of want to talk about. A we will talk later. about yeah. that in a little bit, but we got to go into <laughs> a little bit of music real quick. Uh, this is Cupcake, one of the headliners of the Pride at Night LGBTQ, LGBT, right here on the Big Gay Radio Show, eighty-eight point five WMNF Tampa.
got my body language. Don't everything, I need some potty training. Money missing, have to ask them what arrest on me. Before I call my up, they say yes, hunty. You know judge one of the us, they gon' raise some thugs. Judge one of my trash, touch a hill up your ass. Don't judge the last man, cause she don't want you bad men. Judge one of the days, they drag you from Z to A. And shout out to the vibes, you ain't gotta pick a side. And if you in a closet, shorty, you ain't gotta hide. Better make these sick when they see you. And if a won't beef, give a beast to Stripper right in front of me, I hope she watch the She looking at my fan gates, but they don't wanna smash. Know they about to act a fool. Time it says, dude, then the gaze hot on stage, I got to shake my ass too. Don't play. When they step out, they gon' slay. I'm talking tight jeans, good hygiene. Mom, they flee every day. Yeah. With them, you better run off. No sky dive, it's gon' jump off. No butt attendant. Defend it, cause they see we fly a dim flight attendant. Do a hair flip, then I dip. In a strip club, throwing tips. If VIP, I'm about to buy more. Cause life too short, like high sports. Tissue in my bra, gon' hit. Bed, then I got lonely. People flop full of cornbread. I shut up, up like I'm on dead. Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your news twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good queer news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tampa, a fundraiser for local drag entertainers was held March 9th at Cityside Lounge, raising a large amount of money to assist in their cost to visit Tallahassee in protest of anti-LGBTQ legislation targeting their craft. Republican State Representative Randy Fine introduced House Bill 1423, filed March 3rd, Filed as Protection of Children, Equality Florida deemed it as the anti-drag bill, along with its companion Senate Bill 1438, advising lawmakers are targeting live performance art to, quote, attack our drag community. Drag entertainers, including Tampa Bay's Brianna Summers, helped organize a Heal No, We Won't Go gathering in response. The measure also prompted Aaron Perry Cruz, also known as performer Erica PC, to organize a fundraiser to send entertainers from Tampa to Tallahassee in protest. A total total of 13 performers were featured on March 9th. Multiple Tampa Bay performers have since been to the Capitol to give their opinion regarding the legislation. Local entertainers plan to return to Tallahassee April 25th to stand in solidarity against anti-LGBTQ legislation. In Tampa, Tampa's Tico Line streetcar system is increasing its peak hour service starting this Sunday. The change kicks off Sunday, March 19th, when the streetcar will pick up riders every 12 minutes from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. The 12-minute pickup window will also happen Fridays and Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. The streetcar will continue to pick up passengers every 15 minutes outside of peak hours. Park to the intersection of South Franklin and East Whiting Street. Hillsborough Area Regional Transit, or HART, said the increased peak hour service is to, quote, accommodate the increase in ridership the streetcar experiences on the weekends. Tampa's streetcar has been available to all riders since 2018, thanks in part to a $2.7 million grant from the Florida Department of Transportation. 
In recent years, Hart says the streetcar carried over a million riders in the 2022 fiscal year. In St. Petersburg, St. Pete Pier's first ever roller rink opened March 9th with each ticket offering up to 75 minutes of skating time. Besides a 6,000 square foot rink, guests can expect DJs, food, drinks, and even a disco ball. You can bring your own skates or rent a pair. More information is on the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Located at Pier Plaza, the rink runs until April 9th. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good queer news from the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Happy St. Patty's Day, and on the 17th at Zoe's, the legends of Tampa Bay hit the stage all together, featuring Miss Joey Brooks, Esme Russell, Felicity Lane, and Melanie Mignon. Two shows, award-winning food and drinks, Zoe's is located at 2825 First Avenue South in St. Pete. Then on Saturday the 18th is the first intensive basic self-defense course for our LGBTQ plus community. Instructed by the staff of Weapons Brand, you can get all the information at Found Family collective's instagram page all week outshined at home is streaming chrissy judy she's been described as a free spirit a daydreamer and boy crazy hot mess visit outshinefilm.com for more information the official girl pride tampa is happening at the crowbar on the 25th guest performances by sarah peacock siobhan new rules just to name a few doors open at one for more information please visit their facebook page at girl pride tampa this has been your tampa bay gay community calendar more information at tampabaygay.com Cuban Club in Ybor City, May 6th this year. Check us out at WMNF.org for advanced virtual tickets on sale now. $40 in advance, $50 at the door at the Cuban Club. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
on Instagram. Follow Big Gay Radio Show. I see a man in the mirror that I'm proud of Him way too deep on my mama, I need power Babies on the street, coming hits like every hour If you want some beef, yeah, baby in a coward You better stand clear Only a life or some depressed I'm the man in the mirror I'm here for long, I claim my residence I'm the man in the mirror My number's growing, ain't it evident I'm the man in the mirror Coming from me, flowing 90 in a foreign whip with the roof that's disappearing. Yes, I'm reflecting. Can't take things for granted while I'm steering. Yes, I'm reflecting. See a man in the mirror that I'm proud of. Him way too deep on my mama, I need power. Babies on the street, coming hits like every hour. If you want some beef, yeah, baby in a coward. You better stand clear. Only a life or some depressed. I'm the man in the mirror. I'm here for long, I claim my residence. I'm the man in the mirror. My numbers growing, ain't it evident? I'm the man in the mirror. I'm finally glad I set some precedent. I'm the man. by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am one of your show hosts here on the Big Gay Radio Show, and I didn't tell anybody else that we were going live What's a shame. Because I forgot. I don't know, but I've got a wire disaster over here. <laughs> my, my wires are all... Your wires are crossed. My wires are definitely crossed over here. So if you hear an explosion, it's coming from my section. I don't know why, but something uh, wasn't edited properly, and uh, it kind of stressed me out. So I made sure it was all good and no longer stressing me out. Brian, I want you to. I I am also joined by the beautiful Brian Hinkson and Esme Russell. I want you to send me that uh, meme that you just showed me. Oh, yeah. Because I think that meme is hilarious. Yeah, I will. I will. You want to read the audience with that meme? I just lost it, but I I know who. um, It's so funny. uh, It's an alien grabbing this guy. And what does it say? Um, Did you find it? Yep, I did. 
Uh, it's an alien grabbing this guy out of his uh, bed, and it said, "At this point, if I get abducted by aliens, it's no longer an abduction; it's a rescue mission." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And, yeah. The, and the alien looks like the Mars Attacks alien. Yes, so I saw. Like the, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, that is so good!" I, I feel know. that in my soul. <laughs> Oh, I know. I yeah. think that was so good. I really could relate to it. Take me to your leader. No, take me take to me your leader. Beat me up. <laughs> Get me out of this place. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, after seeing 65 this, this evening, I almost I, like, like I really shit. enjoyed that movie. I did, too. Yeah, it's... I really did. You know, he's a great actor. Adam Driver, yeah. Oh, my God. He's and, so good. And if you don't get the premise of the movie, it's, it's pretty much... Um, He's the past planet. was the past, like so. There's intelligent life out there, yeah. Even when dinosaurs roamed the earth, Correct. so they put it in the situation of what if intelligent life actually came to Earth and visited um, during the dinosaur time? Yeah, he crash landed on our planet, and then yeah. he had to get off because the Big Bang, the not the Big Bang, but the the meteorite that was going to destroy everything. They destroy the animal, they destroy the dinosaurs, was coming towards the earth and he could see it coming. Yeah, so they he, could see it coming. Yeah, he had technology with him that it's really, it was really good. I just, And it wasn't hokey, like, oh. Yeah. And it wasn't too much dinosaurs it, either. It was just enough. Yeah, and it was just like, it was more of a man versus beast type thing. I did think that way too. Yeah, so it was very interesting. The only movie. part I didn't like was that, I won't give it away, but it was the claustrophobic part. Yeah, I was very. I'm very claustrophobic, and I was like, (laughs) and for some reason, I'm sitting in the theater closing my jacket like this. Like, what? I was with my drag son Michael, and he kept going, "Why are you moving in the seat?" I was like, "Oh my god, I can't breathe! I can't breathe!" It's one of those movies where I just, I don't like movies with any enclosed space. It just oh gets yeah, yeah. It was just trapped, and then. Yeah, all of a sudden it comes crashing down and like, oh, oh no! It was so good. I really, I really did like it. I really did. Yeah, and then and then I saw a cocaine bear. <laughs> cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah, it's just what the movie title is. It's uh, <laughs> it was fun to watch, though. Them. It was. I was like, I was told how much like blood and gore there was, but it actually contributes well to it. <laughs> Uh, but it's yeah, it it it's just uh, Elizabeth Banks is I, she's noted for directing um, the Pitch Perfect series. Um, I think she didn't do number one, but she did two and three. But um, and then she did uh, the Charlie's Angels Great one, movies, which, by the way. Yeah. Oh yes, I love. Pitch did Perfect. you see how they did Cocaine Gear? The guy had an actual bear suit when they filmed it, and then yeah, they then at they the Oscars. Com- yeah, then they computerized over it. Mm-hmm. But it was great because. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine having to act like that mm-hmm. just... in a bear costume. But so, you know, so. so Chris is giving us a signal. Yeah. It's time tenimos, for tenemos que irnos para un break. I know. Well, no, it's a break. It's top. <laughs> of the not hour. a break. It's just the top of the hour. So oh, okay. I just got to play the legal identification. But I didn't mean you guys to stop the conversation. No, no, no. I was no, just wanting you guys to, you know, wrap yeah. it up in a, in a nice little bow. But it's all good. Um, <laughs> if y'all want to call me out on the air, it's fine. It's cool. Well, I mean, go see the movies. They're, they're really good. I mean, it, like you said, go Cane Bear. There's not, there, there's blood, but there's like, it, it, it adds to the story. Let's put it that way. And then 65, yes. It's I love it. It's like a good movie. movie. Honestly. I'm down. 
there's a couple more movies I want to see too. Like I know John Wick comes out and Shazam comes out. Shazam, yeah, I want to see Shazam. Um, and I, and also Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, yeah. I was never a Dungeons and Dragons fan. Me neither. Growing up, but me neither. Like, but this movie does look good, though. It does. It does yeah. look good. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and play legal identification. Well, we're gonna go ahead and play legal identification, and then we're gonna go into Billy Idol Eyes Without a Face right here on eighty-eight point five, the Big Gay Radio Show. Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at eighty-eight point five FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on eighty-eight point five WMNF Tampa. Bring a ball home. 
by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa.
WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. There is eight people in this room. Six people. I know, and it feels kind of warm. It feels kind of warm in here. Seven people. I was wrong on the way. I wore this thick hat. I wore this turtleneck thing. It's very... I feel like I'm dressed for the Alaskan tundra. And and it's it's hot as a witch's in here. (laughs) It's honestly... It's surprisingly cool outside. And it has been for the past couple of nights. It's going to be 40-something degrees before the sun comes up. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's going to be 48 degrees before the sun rises. Whoa. It's going to be 48 degrees for about an hour. So (laughs) that's not too bad. I mean, for March in Florida. So they're dancing? (laughs) I love Lizzo. I like her too. Uh, Yeah. Lizzo is one of those like mainstream artists I will always play no matter what. Like I don't like playing like things that you can hear on other radio stations, but I will always play Lizzo because I I love Lizzo. Right on. Lizzo's great. And she always has a great message. You know, she is always about positivity and like caring about other people. And like my my favorite song of hers is special, like from her new album. um, because she actually like you know, it's important to tell people that they are special because, you know, everybody has their own special, unique uh, characteristics. And uh, let's go ahead and go talk, around the room. Let's talk to our guests, right? Yes, yeah. let's go around the room real quick because I didn't even introduce you guys. I'm Chris Gorman, Brian Hankson. I'm yes. Christopher Columbus. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm Pee Wee Herman. Tear you down. Anyways. I'm Christopher, I'm Christopher Columbus. Um, anyways, Esme Russell is here. I'm here, yeah. Also known as Christopher Columbus. Yes, I'm also Christopher Columbus. <laughs> and we have the Found Family Collective. We have Angel. Hello, everyone. We have Set. Howdy. And we have Weapon Brand. We have Brian. Uh, I think he's not. Talk a little bit closer. I don't think his mic is. Uh, it is not working. Yeah, uh oh. Can we get I got to file a ticket. Anyways, um, come over here on mine, guys. 
Let's go ahead and have a party over here. So I'm here with Brian. Hey guys. You gotta speak up a little bit louder. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. Hello, everybody. Yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. There there you go. go. There and you we're go. also here with Jamie. Hi. How are you guys? So good. Awesome. Awesome. So good. Awesome. Well, I am not 100% sure why your guys' mic isn't working. It was before. It was before. Yeah. There was not a single difference between then. Um, so that's not live, laugh, love. But we're going to do whatever we can here. Uh, let's actually talk Let's talk to the Found Family Collective because their mic is working. Um, blame it on the technical difficulties. Testicle difficulties, excuse me. Um, so... Found Family Collective, what's the purpose behind your organization specifically? Yeah, so the purpose for us is we want to build a resilient queer and trans community that focuses on dignity and joy as well as life skills. We want to show people that you can have a family that loves you for who you are, no matter what gender you present as or no, no matter what gender your partner or partners is. Uh, we just want to make sure that the community feels supported in these trying times from the youth to the elders. That's awesome. So what are your two roles within the Found Family Collective? So we are two of a group of like seven or eight folks that are on the core team now and a slightly smaller group founded um, Found Family Collective and we just incorporated as a nonprofit in the state of Florida, and so we're technically the co-executive directors. We just don't run around like saying that all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. Very interesting. And uh, so you're both the the co-executive directors. It's the same title. Correct. And okay. Because awesome. we're not trying to create like replicate some of the same top-down hierarchies of your average organization. I like that. Yeah. And at this yeah. point, it's all 100% grassroots. So we have you know day jobs we go to. This is something we're doing out of love for our community and out of building um, resiliency in our community. That's awesome. And I I love that about you guys because. You know, that's what we, I think we're all here to do because uh, we're all here to volunteer and try and make the community a better place. So I respect you guys and I appreciate what you guys do for our community. Um, I think I may have fixed the mic, but if not, I'll feel like a not good person. Oh. So uh, Weapon Brand, can you check on it? Hello. Nope, never mind. Sad. Anyways, um, I'm going to go jump on Jamie's lap real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Brian. Don't have to make a time. Uh, <laughs> well, there goes the show, folks. There goes the show. Anyways, guys. So, um, you know, why? I know we touched on this earlier. So, why did you guys decide to partner with uh, Found Family Collective? Specifically, well, we've been working with uh, with Angel quite a bit recently, um, like past several months, Angel. Yeah, and um, you know when when it was really a collaborative effort. You know, they they saw a need that their community needed help in becoming weapons and becoming uh, able to protect themselves, and and we saw the need also from an outside perspective. And you know, both of us just have that same idea that. If we could just spread the message to that community, to the LGBTQ plus community, to uh, send a message to everybody that they are protected, they're protected as their own bodyguards in a sense, their own weapons, then uh, that message could could hopefully spread. And 
lot of that violence, a lot of that uh, bullying, those things that, that we hate to see, those things are going to hopefully decrease over time because, honestly, people will be afraid to, uh, to mess with them. <laughs> so, Brian, I want to ask you, uh, would yeah, you uh, share some of your credentials yeah. of, you know, where you uh, got, you know, this ability to learn to do this stuff? Yeah. So, so I watch a ton of YouTube. And, um, no, I'm joking. I know for a fact. I said, no, I know for a fact that's not true. I actually do watch a lot of YouTube, but, but just not about that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, man, it started from a long time ago. I was in the, uh, the Marine Corps for, for quite a long time, about nine years. And then, uh, you know, I did a lot of stuff with, with that organization. And then for the state of Ohio, uh, they actually brought me on at one point to, uh, create their personal defense system for a lot of their, uh, law enforcement corrections, parole. Um, but I've just had a drive for it my entire life. You know, I've, I've, man, I've taken, I don't know how many different types of martial arts and, and I just always, always had a knack, I guess, for, um, passing the information as easily as possible. And, and, you know, that's, that's one thing that, that's one thing that, uh, we consistently tell people is regardless of where you're getting it, um, make sure you're getting it from some, somebody or, or just an organization that is able to teach you to where you're going to be able to not just learn it, but learn it effectively, be able to retain it and learn it as easily as possible. And I really pride myself on that. So, so would you be able to, uh, teach, uh, self-defense to, a person that has doesn't have any experience at oh, all, yeah. like so, like someone that is nonviolent, for yes. example, that yes. does not know how to defend themselves. Absolutely, never been in a fight before. Never. Yeah. You see, you, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the person I'm yeah. thinking of. That, yeah, absolutely. So you would be able to help them. And, and those people are actually easiest to teach. I mean, it, it, it sounds crazy, but they're a little bit more of a clean slate. Um, and how Jamie and I teach, and, and the rest of our instructors, is we teach from a sense that they have to learn the reason why behind it before we actually show them just, we, we just don't show people physical techniques. We actually show them, um, we talk to them first, we get them, you know, comfortable with their own ability and make them first accept that it could happen to them, then recognize the signs to avoid it. And then uh, if they can't avoid it, how do they fight out of it? And, and the way that we teach them to fight out of it is it's very simple. It's easily retainable, and and it's super super highly effective. Are so, there age limits for you, or no? Uh, we typically start at about seven, seven and up. And uh, what is the cutoff in the elderly? No cutoff. So, so it could so, be a person in their nineties. Yeah, Esme. So this is going to sound a little bit crazy, but um, I'm also an adaptive athlete coach. Right. So I've learned to adapt the things that we do to people. I mean, literally with missing limbs. So. If, if we could teach somebody that's blind, somebody that's in a wheelchair, somebody that, um, like you said, has never taken anything before. I mean, we, we could teach anyone. So and that, that's something else we pride ourselves on. That, that's incredible, yeah. though, because yeah. a handicapped person yeah. you would think oh, yeah. would be defenseless, but they're not. We, we've had that situation. You know, we, we had a situation where we were um, we instructed a um, it was a younger person in a wheelchair. And she still wanted to take our, she took our personal safety and threat awareness, our uh, creating a weapon mindset seminar. And she wanted to take our self-defense level one. She kept, you know, talking about it, talking about it. Well, she had a driver actually um, that was transporting her and ended up sexually assaulting her. And she came to us after that and she ended up taking the class and she said, man, I, I, I wanted to take it over and over again. So, and she was, she was in a wheelchair. So, and she, I mean, we have pictures of it, video. She, she did absolutely awesome. So, 
Yeah, That's she also great. ran over my foot. Yeah, with the wheelchair. Yeah, well, so that was that was a good good little self defense yeah. move. But that that's that right. legit happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, but we yeah. we teach every walk of life. Doesn't doesn't matter. You know, if, if you're a human being, we're we're able to teach. Yeah, because somebody would be listening, thinking, "Oh, I could never learn that." We or, get that so often. Yeah, I don't P- think there, that's not for me. Yeah, you know? there's so many people that they Angel and I have had this conversation where a lot of the people will. Because they're not confident in taking it, they'll make up an excuse in a sense. And, um, you know, we try to put it out there to everybody that we will customize it to you. You know, it, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what walk of life you are. We're going to customize it to you. We're going to teach you something. And we will guarantee that when you leave our classes that you're going to feel more empowered, more confident. Mm-hmm. That's good. I was going well, to ask, is your training more situational or is it more instructional? Both. Both? It's both, okay. yeah. A lot of, so we use a lot of visualization, and that's where a lot of the situational stuff will, will, will come in. Um, but, you know, today we, we taught a, a small group of um, college-age people that were going to uh, the University of Vermont, and one of the situations that we presented them with was a real situation where there was a, uh, a young lady waiting for an elevator, and an individual came behind her and was standing there, and um, she barely recognized or acknowledged his presence and he ended up ripping her down by the hair, killing her uh, just for her purse. And we talked about that, that kind of, of a situation, you know, and, and it's, it's bad that we have to even talk about those things and, and, it, and it's a horrible situation, but we learn from them, you know, thankfully. And um, that was a little more situational. We put them in that, that type of a situation where, okay, what would you teach her to do knowing that that's what happened? And, you know, it was, it was a pretty big eye opener for them. So it was a good class today. Mm-hmm. Or I should say yesterday because it's the morning. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I have a real quick question. Uh, honestly, uh, do you deal with ghosts? Because I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, but the light above me has been turning on and off. Also, this mic going out it just eerily, it's just, this is just weird vibes. So, do you guys fight ghosts? Are y'all Ghostbusters? <laughs> He's a Ghostbuster. Ask, she- ask Sheila. <laughs> yeah. If we have. <laughs> just so confidently there. Yeah. That's why they call it yeah, Shadow. We, we actually have a client that uh, I had a conversation with her, with her today, and she's like, Brian. I swear I don't have ghosts. And I said, ah, don't be so sure. So, but she, she, uh, she doesn't, she doesn't have ghosts. And, and if she did, weapon brand would get rid of them. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Mix this up a little bit, get the paranormal society involved. Oh, we should. Well, we got to go ahead and go into the news right here. This is the big gay radio show right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQ news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tennessee, Tennessee Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally announced March 13th that he is pausing all social media activity after revelations that he repeatedly commented on posts of nearly nude photos of a young gay model and other LGBTQ personalities. McNally, a Republican, initially stated last week that he had no intention of stopping when pressed about why he repeatedly commented on racy social media posts by the 20-year-old. He later issued an apology saying it was not his intention to embarrass his friends, family, or members of the legislator. However, the 79-year-old legislative leader has since received national intention, including being parodied on Saturday Night Live with critics accusing McNally of being hypocritical, particularly McNally supporting legislation restricting 
where certain drag shows can take place. Some of the posts that have sparked the most uproar include commenting on a photo of a man's backside where he was wearing only underwear saying you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine. McNally then posted a comment using only fire and heart emojis. In a separate post, McNally posted a heart emoji on an image of a man pulling down his underwear. In Florida, the DeSantis administration is in the process of revoking the Hyatt Regency Miami's alcohol license after the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation determined that the hotel's affiliated James L. Knight Center had hosted a drag queen Christmas performed December 27th with minors present in the audience. The Knight Center is a major South Florida venue that has previously hosted the Miss Universe and Miss USA pageant, the venue's main room can seat 4,600 people. This is the third time the state's Division of Alcoholic Beverages and Tobacco, which operates under the Department of Business and Professional Regulations, has targeted a business that has hosted a drag show. Hyatt Regency Miami is allowed to keep selling alcohol until the department makes a final decision. The business has 21 days to request a hearing, Beth Panel, spokesperson for the department, told Insider. In St. Petersburg, the St. Petersburg Police Department has identified William Yakko as the suspect who vandalized cocktail with a homophobic slur in the early early hours of March 11th. Yakko, aged 57 of St. Pete Beach, had previously been booked into the Pinellas County Jail on unrelated charges. Hate speech enhancements were added to a prior conviction of felony criminal mischief, the department shared. St. Petersburg Police Department detailed the hate graffiti arrest March 14th in a Facebook post. Surveillance video shows Yakko approaching Cocktail's entrance along Central Avenue just before 6.30 in the morning. He then writes an explicit message with graphic language and multiple spelling errors. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your queer news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Happy St. Paddy's Day and on the 17th at Zoe's, the legends of Tampa Bay hit the stage all together. Featuring Miss Joey Brooks, Esme Russell, Felicity Lane, and Melanie Mignon. Two shows, award-winning food and drinks. Zoe's is located at 2825 First Avenue South in St. Pete. Then on Saturday the 18th is the first intensive basic self-defense course for our LGBTQ plus community. Instructed by the staff of Weapons Brand, you can get all the information at Found Family Collective's Instagram page. All week Outshine at Home is streaming Chrissy Judy. She's been described as a free spirit, a daydreamer, and boy crazy hot mess. Visit OutshineFilm.com for more information. The official Girl Pride Tampa is happening at the Crowbar on the 25th. Guest performances by Sarah Peacock, Siobhan, New Rule, just to name a few. Doors open at 1. For more information, please visit their Facebook page at Girl Pride Tampa. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Leave a lasting wake of good when you put that boat or other watercraft you no longer need behind you. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles from cars, trucks, RVs, boats, and more. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. Hi, this is Ahmed Bidir, host of True Talk. The recent devastating earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria has caused widespread destruction, claimed over 45,000 lives, injured 100,000 people, and impacted millions more. Organizations like IRUSA and UNICEF are trying their best to provide assistance to those in need. To learn more, please visit irusa.org or unicef.org. Together, we can help those affected by this disaster get back on their feet. Thank you for your time and your support. The Big Gay Radio Show plays the hottest LGBTQ hits like this.
play throwback hits like this. We're the soundtrack for your hookups. It's the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
supposed to love somebody else when I don't like myself like ooh guess I better learn to like this ooh it might take my whole life just to do he call me Melly he squeezed my belly I'm too embarrassed to say I like it girl is this my boo that's why I'm asking you cause you know I'm WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am one of your show hosts and producers here and News Twinks and all the other titles that I hold on the Big Gay Radio Show with my fabulous crew of uh, companions. You missed your keyword. My gaggle uh-huh, of gays. Go. There you go. Miss Esme Russell. Yep, that's me. That's me. The queen, the trans queen of radio. Yep. How are you today, beautiful? I'm, I'm actually doing really good. You're looking really good. And, and considering that it's uh, 1.39 in the morning, we're doing darn good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, we're also here with the bodacious Brian Hinkson. What's up? <laughs> that was just so out of character for you. Anyways, um, I want to give a special shout out to um, Mark Parsons, who uh, gave us a nice little email saying that he loves our show, that this is his first time listening, and that he's definitely going to be back. We really appreciate your support, um, and uh, just thank you. Um, it really uh, it made me smile seeing that that email. So thank you so much for for sending that in. If you want to go ahead and. Uh, Give us an email. You can send an email at dj at wmnf.org or you can send us a text 813-433-0885 or you can give us a call and join the conversation 813-239-9663. We are also joined by the fabulous people, two fabulous people, well, technically four fabulous people, two fabulous organizations, the Found Family Collective and Weapon Brand. So we have Angel... Hey everyone. We have Set. Howdy. Set. 
I'll get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're here with Brian from Weapon Brand. Uh, now we're here with Brian from Weapon Brand. Hey, guys. Mm-hmm. And we're here with Jamie from Weapon Brand. Hello. This is a very makeshift situation. <laughs> <laughs> I filed the tech. Well, I've sent the email. Yeah, I was going to say, how do we send the tech report? <laughs> I uh, don't have access to a ticket, but I have an email that I sent. <laughs> um. Anyways, Mr. Bodacious Brian... Do you have, no, what is the, what is the topic that we, we would like to go into? Well, I know Esme wanted to talk a little about um, the Oscar situation. Well, I mean, not that there was an Oscar situation. I but will say like, this, that the, uh, we can talk about a lot of things about the Oscars, but the one thing that I want to Yeah, let's recap. Is the four, uh, the, well, the six people that they left out in the memorial section. And I know I'm, one of and them. And I'm about to read the names, and I think that they're wow, they're wowzers of names. Like, if you're going to do a memorial, a famous, that's the part of the Oscars where they say the names of the famous people that have died in the past year. So, mm-hmm. okay, th- these, are the si- these are the six that really stood out. There's more. Leslie Jordan. That was the one. Aww, yeah. yeah. 1950, oh, wow. 1955 to 2022. I was shocked at that one. I can't believe they yeah. didn't do that. He's been, oh, no. he's iconic. Iconic, mm-hmm. Especially yes. within the LGBTQ oh, it, community. Oh, it, it gets worse. Paul Sorvino from all those gangster movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, 1939 to 2022. This guy had an illustrious career. Oh, yeah. Completely. And his family. His children. I think his daughter was one that. uh, A slight against the Italians. Here's here's another one. Anne Hesch. Yeah, Anne Hesch. Completely forgotten. And everybody said that she was drugged up. She was. She had an episode in the car and crashed. She was not on drugs or alcohol that day. It was an episode in the car. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tom Sizemore. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. one. Completely yeah. forgotten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's a big one. Cindy Williams. Oh, no. Shirley. From Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Come on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't know. It's like... Somebody's asleep at the... Here's another one. William Hurt. Yeah. Actor William oh. Hurt. Huge yeah, actor. MCU. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As a I, lady was in the MCU. I, I don't know, but whoever does the memorial, these people, they need to like... Well, I, I will say this. Do your home, <laughs> you know what? Do your homework. Do your job right. You got one thing to do and you leave out six really... Pivotal people. Those are like big yeah. names. So, Leslie, I, mean, I, I got mad about. I I ran across the room. All of them. We should be mad about. They're no, all absolutely. Like, they but all like, made a lot of movies. They yeah. were all very famous people. They were all. They all had famous marriages. I mean, they were they were actors that were you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say that uh, a the, the in memoriam was pretty beautiful for what it was. Yeah, you know, Lenny Kravitz did a pretty good job with the song that he sang. Yeah. Um, and the other point was, I know that while they didn't have them in there at the end of it, and I don't know if you noticed this, they they put a QR code in um, up there that visit our Oscars website for more names. Um, they did say that. Uh, so, but at the same time, so those the, are six pivotal names. So here's the so. thing: if it, de- <laughs> I'm going to say this because this is how I feel about it. If it doesn't happen on that screen that night, it does. It didn't happen, right? Do you know and, what I mean? And, you know, I get it. Yeah, because that 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 goes in the archives. Mm-hmm. 
Oscar, Oscar 2023 goes in the archives and whenever you watch it in the archives, their names won't be there. You right. know? Yeah, and, and uh, the Oscars should do a better job of that. Yeah, it's just, yeah, and it only takes a second to flash a person's name. Honestly, yeah. it's kind of just proof of the Oscars' relevancy. Yeah. You know, they're not necessarily trying to make themselves relevant. Yeah. You know, it would have been, if they included those names, they would have probably gone on, on TikTok, on Facebook, and like been like, oh, this is a beautiful tribute for, for these individuals. Yeah, it just takes a second. You just it flash, just takes a second. You flash the person's name. On and the, a picture, and, and a that's picture, it. And then move on to another, you know, at least. Pretend it's like the Hunger Games for a second. Like, Christ. Yeah, yeah it was not. And then um, well, if they come to a major star, they might play a scene from something. Like, they started out with Olivia and john Which, yeah, she so, deserves, I mean, she's well, great. Yeah. She deserves it. Oh, definitely. But, but um, they, and then they, I think they ended off with Ray Liotta, but actually. I, but, but, yeah, Ray Liotta was another one. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's fine. But those names, though, I mean. Yeah, there's six pivotal people. Yeah, so. Ray but, um, but, yeah, otherwise. Um, Ray Liotta passed away, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget what he passed away from. But. <laughs> people just uh, died so fast, and it's like you don't even realize it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's turning to the uh, acting um Pretty much A24, the studio went away with everything. So, you know, Brandon Fraser for The Whale. And then three great actors from everything where we're all at once. Michelle Yeoh winning lead actress. Kihu Kwan winning um, Best Supporting Actor. And then Jamie Lee Curtis winning Best Supporting Actress. Which was an upset. Yeah, which was an upset. It was an upset, I'm just going to say. And and the Academy, you know, the Academy Awards is known for those upsets. Oh, yeah. They usually have one every year, but I really Mm -hmm. didn't think that one was going to be the one. I think Supporting Actress was pretty much the only one. Uh, Yeah, but... Lead Actress, probably maybe because Kate Blanchett was like... Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. I still think Till should have been somewhere in there, but that's just me. Yeah. So, like... yeah, I, had, I got into many arguments about I wouldn't have picked Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm glad that she... I'm not sad that she won. I just think I wouldn't have picked her, though. I would have picked uh, Angela Bassett. That was my That choice. was my front runner too. Yeah, I saw but... both movies, and I thought Angela was stronger in her film as Queen Ramonda than Jamie was in, as the, in that role that she played, that uh, character where she played... She basically Deidre. played. <laughs> she played eight different characters, yeah, right? She played she eight. Did. So yeah. So there's a little more range in that. It is more range in that. I agree, but I thought Queen Ramonda was that role was so intense, and I don't know. It was my choice. I hear you. People are mad. People, are, you know, she was mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was told she, she was, was the front runner. I don't know. If she was mad. That's not a correct assessment. She looked really hurt. Yeah, she seemed yeah. more upset than she anything. More hurt. Like, yeah. You that's know. Not, I don't think because mad is when you make a mole, you go, you steal, like turn yeah. your cat. She just, she was just very stoic. Like, damn man, I'm here again. Yeah, are you serious? Well, it's, her, it's her, you know, live reaction. Yeah, to a situation. I mean, like, hard. if it were a situation, like, I'll be honest, like, we won the Wave Awards, but if it were a situation where we didn't even place, where we didn't even get a nomination, I would feel kind of a little bit like sort I didn't of think like we were numb, win. like you know. Yeah. I, I'm glad. I'm grateful that we did win. Yeah, um, I am too. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it was definitely, um, if it were a situation where we didn't get like the nomination or even just top three, like I would have, you know, kind of felt a little bit bummed and felt a little, um, you know, I would have had a similar reaction. But I wouldn't, you know, publicize it. And if I was in public, I probably wouldn't have showed it. Yeah. Um, but you know, ha ha ha, we won. Yeah. Ah, never have to see my reaction to that. <laughs> Congratulations, Joe. So <laughs> thank you. And the yeah. whale definitely. Uh, Brendan Fraser, Fraser is really. God, oh, he's so good. 
And then uh, how many did Avatar win? I think I two. One, a two. One, two. Yeah. I think two. Yeah. Yeah. Visual effects, yes. Yeah. When of course that, I won visual effects. What do you expect? Well, that's when Cocaine Bear came out on stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, he kept coming out throughout the show, and he was walking around in the audience, scaring people. It was really funny, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, and I love Elizabeth Banks is a comedic timing. I've loved her since Hunger Games. So, oh, one hundred percent. She's definitely been just an angel. Well, it was all a very low. It was a very low rated Academy Awards. I think it. Um, the third heard, lowest in, in all of them. Only, actually, only, uh, only, I heard it went up since last uh, year, but thirteen million viewers. It's still a, it was still a bust. Thirteen million is a bust. But it's split between you know, the I mean, that's a, that's a that's a standard sitcom on television on ABC or NBC. Well, so. it's split between the half of the the top rated uh, show, The uh, Last of Us. So yeah, that mic's not working. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, direct did, the conversation did, a little bit. It did a little bit better than last year, but it still was a bust. I think the Academy Awards is a wrap. Yeah. We can talk a little bit more in, about that in a little bit. We got to go into some music real quick. This is All Nighter by Tiesto it's right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. It's an all baby. Staying all no sleep. It's about to get crazy. 24 hour party. It's an all baby. Staying all
Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your news twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good queer news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tampa, a fundraiser for local drag entertainers was held March 9th at Cityside Lounge, raising a large amount of money to assist in their cost to visit Tallahassee in protest of anti-LGBTQ legislation targeting their craft. Republican State Representative Randy Fine introduced House Bill 1423, filed March 3rd, filed as protection of children. Equality Florida deemed it as the anti-drag bill, along with its companion Senate Bill 1438, advising lawmakers are targeting live performance art to, quote, attack our drag community. Drag entertainers, including Tampa Bay's Brianna Summers, helped organize a Heal No, We Won't Go gathering in response. The measure also prompted Aaron Perry Cruz, also known as performer Erica PC, to organize a fundraiser to send entertainers from Tampa to Tallahassee in protest. A total total of 13 performers were featured on March 9th. Multiple Tampa Bay performers have since been to the Capitol to give their opinion regarding the legislation. Local entertainers plan to return to Tallahassee April 25th to stand in solidarity against anti-LGBTQ legislation. In Tampa, Tampa's Tico Line Street car system is increasing its peak hour service starting this Sunday. The change kicks off Sunday, March 19th, when the streetcar will pick up riders every 12 minutes from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. The 12-minute pickup window will also happen Fridays and Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. The streetcar will continue to pick up passengers every 15 minutes outside of peak hours. Park to the intersection of South Franklin and East Whiting Street. Hillsborough Area Regional Transit, or HART, said the increased peak hour service is to, quote, accommodate the increase in ridership the streetcar experiences on the weekends. Tampa's streetcar has been available to all riders since 2018, thanks in part to a $2.7 million grant from the Florida Department of Transportation. In recent years, Hart says the streetcar carried over a million riders in the 2022 fiscal year. In St. Petersburg, St. Pete Pier's first ever roller rink opened March 9th with each ticket offering up to 75 minutes of skating time. Besides a 6,000 square foot rink, guests can expect DJs, food, drinks, and even a disco ball. You can bring your own skates or rent a pair. More information is on the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Located at Pier Plaza, the rink runs until April 9th. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good queer news from the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Happy St. Patty's Day and on the 17th at Zoe's, the legends of Tampa Bay hit the stage all together. Featuring Miss Joey Brooks, Esme Russell, Felicity Lane, and Melanie Mignon. Two shows, award-winning food and drinks. Zoe's is located at 2825 First Avenue South in St. Pete. Then on Saturday the 18th is the first intensive basic self-defense course for our LGBTQ plus community. Instructed by the staff of Weapons Brand, you can get all the information at Found Family collective's instagram page all week outshined at home is streaming chrissy judy she's been described as a free spirit a daydreamer and boy crazy hot mess visit outshinefilm.com for more information the official girl pride tampa is happening at the crowbar on the 25th guest performances by sarah peacock siobhan new rules just to name a few doors open at one for more information please visit their facebook page at girl pride tampa this has been your tampa bay gay community calendar more information at tampabaygay.com 
WMNF and Living Mirror Playback Theater will host a monthly community talkback and improv show live here in the WMNF studios, 7 p.m. on the fourth Friday of every month. The event will be based on our monthly mission calendar, covering topics such as economic justice, environmental issues, and more. We invite community activists and interested listeners to come and share their thoughts and experiences. Then Living Mirror will play back those stories using improv techniques. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and improv theater, but space in our studio is limited. So go online to WMF.org backslash events to reserve your seat. The car you're not using anymore? It's seen a lot of sunsets. Give it a new life and help WMNF by donating it. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles, including cars, trucks, boats, and more. It's easy, and it could mean hundreds of dollars in support for WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. Be honest. I know how it could if you leave. I was never the strongest. And I carry my heart on my sleeve.
get it, mm, get it all, oh, baby, you don't wanna miss it. Are you with it? This feeling. Get it, mm, get it all, oh, it's a whole new world we live in. by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa. This is that new Anita Sockers.
98.5 WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show host here on the Big Gay Radio Show with my beautiful gaggle of friends, Mr. Brian Hinkson. Yo, I'm here. And Miss Esme Russell. <laughs> what was that? I, I don't know. I just was like, I'm here. <laughs> That's a noise. That's the noise that you make when you don't want to say here when you're in school. Like, yeah. He said, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> you know who else is here? We're joined by Weapon Brand. We have Jamie here. Hey, guys. And we also have Brian. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Great. We're so good because we're here with you. Oh, that's so sweet. You're just Again. trying to flatter me. Again. Again. We Again. love being uh, here. <laughs> Again. Our quarterly mm-hmm. appearance. Your quarterly, yes. <laughs> I remember the last time you guys were here. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was it was right after the um the girl who was the runner got um murdered. We were talking about that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. There's always murders and that we kind of talk about. I know. <laughs> you know what? Our job can be real crazy like that. The crazier the world gets, the busier we get. But, um, you know, that's why we're working with Found Family Collective because the LGBTQ plus community um, needs us. They We, we want to keep everybody safe. So, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And as you said, we are joined by the Found Family Collective. We have set present. I got you. How do you, how do you, how do you, you spell your name? C E T. Just pronounced like a TV set. Huh. Okay. Sweet. And we're also joined by Angel. Hey, everybody. Looking angelic as always. I already Aww. made that joke, but yeah. you are. I like it. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> I got me this far. Anyways. <laughs> So I want to talk to you guys a little bit more about how your partnership started. So if you guys give me a little bit of a rundown on that. I'd love to. So Found Family Collective, our first event was last Thanksgiving. We called it the Found Family Feast. And it was this beautiful event for people to come to our dinner dressed however they wanted to dress uh, with partners of the same sex or, or whatever the case without any judgment from any family they could come to be who they are and it was a this wonderful event unfortunately right before that event the club q tragedy happened in colorado that claimed gay queer and trans lives um so our event caught the attention of jamie with weapon brand who so kindly sent us an email completely unsolicited just offering a coupon code to her to her company's classes for safety and had mentioned, you know, acknowledging the hate that our community is facing. And this was uh, completely, there was no catch to it. It was just like, I'll mail you out these coupon codes and you give it out to your folks. I thought we were only going to have like 15 people come. So that's all I asked for. She sent like 25, which wound up working because we had about that many attend. And from there, after the event, you know, as I was sending our our gratitude, we decided to meet. Set and I met with Jamie, and um, we came up with this program to have four self-defense classes, the first one being March 18th, 11 a.m. at Allendale for the transgender, gay, lesbian, queer community. So that's actually how it started. It just started with a, hey, you all are doing this great Thanksgiving event. This is what we offer. And from there, it um, became what it is now. And I have to say, you know, we work with a lot of companies. We do a lot of corporate training, a lot of different organizations, um, schools, camps. 
And Found Family Collective has been hands down the most proactive in getting the word out there to get people to their event. They really want this to be successful and for all all of the people in their community to be protected. So um, I wish I could hire Angel and Set because they're doing <laughs> such a good job. And um, man, if you want to partner with them for anything, I highly, highly recommend um, working with them because it's been a pleasure. And likewise. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as uh, as you said, likewise, because we have also worked with you guys in terms of having you guys on the show previously because you guys are always a great uh, group of people to have on because uh, you guys bring a, a great discussion to the table because it's very important, the, the safety of our community. Um, and it's honestly extremely sad that we have to have these discussions because um, you shouldn't feel unsafe in your own hometown, basically. And and this is my hometown. This is Esme's hometown. And um, Angel's raising his hand, so I'm assuming you're born and raised. Set, I don't know about you. I don't know about you two. So and you I know Brian's not. Hey, I'm Seminole. So a little, I'm on, I'm your hat, basically. Tampa. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Hey. <laughs> I live here currently. <laughs> we love you, Brian. And um, I'm not sure. Are you guys locals or are you guys born and raised? Ohio. Ohio? Uh, when did you guys come down here? I've been here for a few years off and on and just a couple years permanently. And Brian, I don't know if you guys remember last time we were on the show, he thought it was the next day. And I was like, no, it's 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 Wednesday night. And he drove from Ohio and drove straight here to the radio station to make sure that he made it on time. So mm-hmm. did you guys have to do that today? <laughs> no. We okay, just, good. <laughs> from Pinellas Park. <laughs> oh, that's not too far. That's not too far. That's dedication, though. That's one of the reasons we want to partner with yeah. folks like Weapon Brand, because we know that they're going to honor the commitment. They're going to be there on time and deliver a great program. Absolutely. On time might be a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> You'll be there on time for the instruction. Yeah, we'll, we'll be there. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Y'all were here before I was even here today. So you guys did pretty good today. We were, we were pre-gaming. Y'all were pre-gaming in the parking lot. Yeah, you guys were, were doing. Yeah, <laughs> the Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, Esme, Brian, do you have any questions for these guys? I just remember vividly you guys last time, and uh, it was a very good uh, session. And I'm I'm happy to see you guys thriving. I, I know me personally, I I've always been an active person, and uh, me I'm not from Florida <laughs> uh, originally, but um, having grown up in the DC area, um, I. You know, seen a lot. I mean, even in college, we had the sniper, and everybody was afraid to go out of their house um, back then. So, um, I, I, and I know me, like me being an in shape person and me wanting to learn defense. A while ago, I took up boxing, um, and you know, while it's not like a truly like defensive sport, I can still defend myself. So, something like this for the community is still very good. So. 
I think so. That's me. Brian has a story about that sniper. He's (laughs) he's so modest. He never likes to tell any of the good stuff. And he gets mad at me when I do. But um, I will say, he never says this, but he was a a hostage negotiator, which I think is the coolest thing ever. He says it's not like the movies, but I don't agree. I think (laughs) that in my head it was. And then um, a violent fugitive recovery specialist. So, like, he's so... Bad. <laughs> I can't say the word that I was just going to say, but um, yeah. yeah. He's a bad mamajama. <laughs> but he has a story about that sniper, <laughs> if he'll tell it. Yeah, that was so long yeah, ago. Was, I was in college, was, and that I was remember Malvo, right? Uh, yeah, Malvo, Malvo. Yeah, yeah. We we hunted him. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that 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 shooting literally happened across the the one of them rather happened across the street from where one of my good friends lived, wow. and she didn't come scary. out of her house for two weeks because. Yeah. Oh my God! It happened across the street. I'm not going to school. So um, this was the guy. This was the guy that was shooting people, like when they were putting gas in their car. Yeah. Wasn't he traveling with a boy? Yeah. Yep. In so a caprice. He, he, yeah. It was. It was his son. It or was, no, they, they it were, was. It, basically, yeah. they had something set up because he was doing it out of his trunk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. they were. And it was. Did, a, were they both arrested? I can't remember. Yeah. I think I, so. Um, I, I, know, I know most recently within the past year or so, um, the younger guy got charged. I know that they, okay. I know they terrified the, yeah. the oh, part yeah, of yeah, the country. No, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, the inter- you, I mean, people even driving on the interstate, yeah. you know, people were nervous on the interstate. And then just, like you said, that happened when I was in college. So it was, that was about 2006, 2005. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and it was just, people were on edge and, and, you know, especially in the Northern Virginia area, which is where I'm from, the DC of the DC area. But, um, yeah, yeah, that was a, you know, I, I wanted to learn how to even defend myself back then. So, you know, so, but you, you know, Brian, you mentioned boxing even, you know, that's, that's just one of the, the many things that we do. And we, we do it a little more for, when we do it, we do a little more for fitness mm-hmm. and for fun. You know, uh, one day a week we're out there teaching that class, a boxing class and uh, in Madeira and Gulfport. But what we try to teach people is just even just that little bit of physical activity and them learning how to strike, even in the most basic way. You know, it, it's it's not a huge part of our self-defense system, but mm-hmm. it is, a, like you said, a, a form of a combat sport, a form of a self-defense. So yeah. it still gives you confidence, you know, just doing something. We, we encourage everybody just it, to get up and, and just do something with us to where they're going to be a little bit more active, a little bit more aware. And even you just doing that is that, that that's, yeah. that's huge. And I, I felt a bit of gratitude to having learned boxing. I mostly did it for the physical aspect because I think around then I had lost yeah. 20 pounds uh, just doing a boxer's workout. But right, right. the the confidence I got out of it, the you know, knowing I can defend yeah. myself and actually throw a punch, that means something. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. and not only that, but the stress that, that, yeah. the stress that, it, that it relieves. Oh, my God. Yeah, know? I had a bad day at work. Take it out on the bag. Go girl. punch Take something. it out on the bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I, I really no regrets when it came to learning boxing yeah. and the confidence that it imbues you with is makes you walk different and exactly, makes you because because yeah. law enforcement has actually will ask actually ask people that serial target folks stuff once they have them in custody and they learn the patterns of folks yeah and they yeah. study the way people walk to see whether yeah. you're an easy mark or not sure. and so especially if like if you're a queer person or a trans person that is the walking around insecure about who they are, it shows up in your walk and it's not like it's your fault that you get attacked. It's definitely not. But folks are looking out for that when they're choosing who to victimize. 
Yeah. Set is interviewing right now for Weapon Brand. She may have just gotten the job. Yeah, seriously. That sounded a lot yeah. like what Brian's talked about. Yeah. And one thing that I talk about, and I spoke about this with uh, Brian and Jamie, was a lot of people in our community, I'll tell them about this event and they'll say, oh, that's so wonderful. That's so great. And those same people don't sign up. And I think a lot of people, A, they're, they may not be really willing to accept the climate that we're in. They may not be ready to accept where we're going. But B, I think whether they know it or not, there's a lot of internalized feelings of unworthiness, that they're not worthy to protect. And if you're out there listening, if you're gay, you're trans, you're lesbian, uh, non-binary, whatever, however you identify by, um, you're worthy of being protected and you should learn self-defense, whether from us, from Weapon Brand or wherever. You deserve to be protected and your life is valuable and you're important. Yeah, and if you don't, still don't think after hearing that that you're worthy of protection, then come learn it to protect your bestie. Because yeah. does your bestie des- deserve protection? I bet you'd say yeah. And then bring them with you, and they learn how to do the same thing for you. Because queers that walk in pairs and know how to defend themselves are queers that don't get bashed. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, and, and I promise you, if you come to the class, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. If, Anyways... If you leave one of our classes, um, you don't even have to actually participate physically. You will learn a lot just by watching. So if you're nervous or intimidated to get up and do something physically, um, I've learned so much from Brian just from watching him teach it that you don't even have to do it physically to be able to learn it. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a lot of great information. Thank you guys so much. Anyways. I've always thought that a a metal frying pan works very well. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I used it it on a boyfriend that was trying to beat me up. I was a few years back. And uh, it worked really well. I, I yeah, whatever gets the job I done. That frying pan, teach, old school. They teach that. That's lesson one. The, the other I, thing, and the other thing, yeah. and the other thing that I believe in, especially Latino and Black women can relate to this, is I love to make you breakfast the night, the morning after you beat me. I have a very special mixture of grease. Oh. Girl, I'm going to cut you off anyways. Um, this is going to be Lick Me, Lick It by 20 Fingers right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
LGBTQ news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tennessee, Tennessee Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally announced March 13th that he is pausing all social media activity after revelations that he repeatedly commented on posts of nearly nude photos of a young gay model and other LGBTQ personalities. McNally, a Republican, initially stated last week that he had no intention of stopping when pressed about why he repeatedly commented on racy social media posts by the 20-year-old. He later issued an apology saying it was not his intention to embarrass his friends, family, or members of legislator. However, the 17-year-old legislative leader has received mental intention in being parodied on Saturday Night Live with critics accusing McNally of being hypocritical, particularly McNally supporting legislation restricting where certain drag shows can take place. Some of the posts that have sparked the most uproar include commenting on a photo of a man's backside where he was wearing only underwear saying you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine. McNally then posted a comment using only fire and heart emojis. In a separate post, McNally posted a heart emoji on an image of a man pulling down his underwear. In Florida, the DeSantis administration is in the process of revoking the Hyatt Regency Miami's alcohol license after the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation determined that the hotel's affiliated James L. Knight Center had hosted a drag queen Christmas performed December 27th with minors present in the audience. The Knight Center is a major South Florida venue that has previously hosted the Miss Universe and Miss USA pageant. The venue's main room can seat 
4,600 people. This is the third time the state's Division of Alcoholic Beverages and Tobacco, which operates under the Department of Business and Professional Regulations, has targeted a business that has hosted a drag show. Hyatt Regency Miami is allowed to keep selling alcohol until the department makes a final decision. The business has 21 days to request a hearing. Beth Panel, spokesperson for the department, told Insider. In St. Petersburg, the St. Petersburg Police Department has identified William Yakko as the suspect who vandalized cocktail with a homophobic slur in the early hours of March 11th. Yakko, aged 57 of St. Pete Beach, had previously been booked into the Pinellas County Jail on unrelated charges. Hate speech enhancements were added to a prior conviction of felony criminal mischief, the department shared. St. Petersburg Police Department detailed the hate graffiti arrest March 14th in a Facebook post. Surveillance video shows Yakko approaching Cocktail's entrance along Central Avenue just before 6.30 in the morning. He then writes an explicit message with graphic language and multiple spelling errors. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your queer news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Happy St. Patty's Day and on the 17th at Zoe's, the legends of Tampa Bay hit the stage all together. Featuring Miss Joey Brooks, Esme Russell, Felicity Lane, and Melanie Mignon. Two shows, award-winning food and drinks. Zoe's is located at 2825 First Avenue South in St. Pete. Then on Saturday the 18th is the first intensive basic self-defense course for our LGBTQ plus community. Instructed by the staff of Weapons Brand, you can get all the information at Found Family Collective's Instagram page. All week, Outshined at Home is streaming Chrissy Judy. She's been described as a free spirit, a daydreamer, and boy crazy hot mess. Visit OutshinedFilm.com for more information. The official Girl Pride Tampa is happening at the Crowbar on the 25th. Guest performances by Sarah Peacock, Siobhan, New Rule, just to name a few. Doors open at 1. For more information, please visit their Facebook page at Girl Pride Tampa. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Mornings can be the most difficult times of our day because we are often still wrestling with yesterday's problems while preparing to face the challenges of a new day. Sometimes it only takes a touch of positive energy to help jumpstart our day, whether it's through kind words, uplifting music, or simply enjoying the company of others. Join me, Rena, every Friday from 4 to 6 a.m. to hear tasteful music and useful information to help energize you no matter what time of day your morning begins. Morning Energy on 88.5. You're listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. Stroll down the runway, another payday, cover of magazine. And when they see me, they want to be me. I am a fantasy. Sweeties, 
another payday Cover of magazine And when they see me They wanna be me I am the fantasy with us like us on facebook just search for the big gay radio show
and producer and show host here at the Big Gay Radio Show. Support for WMNF is coming from viewers like you. So if you really do support WMNF and the Big Gay Radio Show, join the circle of friends and give the Big Gay Radio Show the credit. Use show code GRS uh, for $5. You guys can get a bumper sticker. Uh, $10, you can go get a, a shirt. You know, it really depends on whatever you want. Um, but, you know, we got the circle of friends. If you can't give, you know, your extraordinarily large amount of money. You know, it, what does one cup of coffee cost you? Right, Brian? Yeah, about seven bucks. It depends. Well, <laughs> five bucks. Join the circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Coffee's expensive. It is getting yeah, very expensive. expensive. And we're very grateful for anybody who comes in and, and supports the Big Gay Radio Show and, and supports us because um, it's very important that we continue the conversation of, of queer lifestyle, uh, especially in a market where it's not necessarily given that much light. Exactly. We exist too. Exactly. Well, we are joined by, obviously, the traditional gaggle of friends, Mr. Brian Hinkson and Esme Russell. Good morning. Hi. Hi, guys. How are y'all today? <laughs> I'm Good. fine. Good. We're, we're doing, getting through this home stretch. I almost just fell. Anyways, um, we're also joined by the Found Family Collective. Hey, y'all. How are you guys? We're with Set and Angel. Hey. How are you guys? It's a good day to be alive. Yeah, we're doing great. Every day you're above six feet is a good day. Anyways, we're here with also weapons brand, weapon brand, Jamie. Hi, guys. How are you, Jamie? So good. We're so happy to be here. And we're also joined with Brian. Hey, everybody. The man who could probably take me down in a single second. With just a twitch of an eye. Unless you, just a twitch of an eye. <laughs> Unless you take our class, then he no longer could. That's right. That's very, very true. Mm-hmm. And for more information, that is on our Facebook page, The Big Gay Radio Show. Um, Mr. Brian Hinkson. Yes, sir. Do you have a topic for us to discuss? Uh, a few, maybe two, if I we like, have time I for Brian, it. Brian goes, oh. Thank you. Well, one or two if we have time. I want to. I want to put out there that some vandals have been caught. So, um, 
just about, about a week or so ago, or maybe a few days ago, uh, Cocktail, a uh, um, bar here in St. Petersburg, um, had a um, had an act of vandalism uh, from a said person, um, and uh, within a day or so. Uh, the guy uh, got caught, but the guy was already in uh, in custody, um, and uh, that, that, well, that was a good thing. He was already in custody, but I guess uh, he must have fessed up to it. But other than that, the other kind of thing that's happened was that uh, Southern Nights in Orlando um, had a few windows broken, um, outside of it and um just about a f- couple weeks maybe three weeks ago he got caught too so they got, um they got him on camera yeah they have the most on camera yeah but um what is up with this vandalism in our community <laughs> i mean i, I heard the, the one from southern nights was a, a former uh, worker i knew it was, I, I always said it's gonna be a former employee that was mad i felt like it was a disgruntled employee but yeah. I, I feel like with things with what happened at something like Pulse, you know, you, you, you can never be too careful. So, uh, with who it is, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm ultimately glad these, uh, uh, these vandalists got caught, you know, and, um, it was quite a scare for the community with, with us, you know, I mean, with, with someone out like that, would it take, would, would you treat it differently? Like, let's say something like that was done to, to Bradley's. Would it treat you treat it any differently, Esme, or would you still would go be, with caution? I would go with caution. It would make me sad, you know. Yeah. It would. It's, it, this it's, makes me sad, yeah, seeing this sort of ex, like, I don't issue. Think, I just, I'm just not about that type of violence, acts of violence and vandalism. And, and it's hysterical because these people have been you know, complaining about the Black Lives Matter movement and how they have been rioting, quote unquote, and all the aspects of that. And yet they're very quick to vandalize the Capitol or... Now cocktails or Southern Nights, you know, these gay safe havens or any sort of um, safe haven, whether it's a political safe haven or... They do abortion uh, clinics a lot, too. Abortion clinics they is another They don't exist anymore, one. but when they did... Yeah. Oh well, they do, they still do technically exist. It, it, it's up to six weeks uh, or, no, 12 weeks. They're trying to pass six weeks in, yeah. in Florida. So they technically stu- do, still do exist, um, but it is in a much less substantial... In a substantial uh, way. And it just goes to show you, like, I don't know if you've been to Southern Nights Orlando yet or if anybody has. Uh, they've got security. Cocktail has security. This well, they, they, this didn't happen. happen during security hours, though. That's yeah, the whole thing. Hours, yeah. It happened after hours while there was no yeah. security presence. So should they hire security? I mean, like for 24 hours, their employees should take a self-defense class. So that way they could be their (laughs) own security. Yes. Like for the one that's happening March 18th at 11 a.m. at Allendale, for example. For example, just for example, by the amazing Found Family Collective and Weapon Brand. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I I like that plug. Good job. (laughs) I like that, Angel. That's true, but I still do believe in the cameras and stuff. So I like that they have they they have pretty decent cameras at cocktail. as seen by the the, the uh, video um, that they took, and also when they are open, they also have the the facial recognition software and stuff like that. So oh, yeah, that's true. They that's are true definitely um, taking it into consideration, you know, safety, which I I respect. Yeah, they always do. Johnson says at least. 
And Johnson's definitely does. John, he, you oh, get did, oh, did I say Johnson's? I, was like, I meant to say cocktail. Oops. Cocktails and Johnson's, to be I mean, honest. Yeah, that's like, true Johnson's true. literally, you can't get in there without talking to the security guard. Like yeah. Bradley's either. Yeah, Bradley's too. Like you have to interact with like somebody in a in a closed environment before you get in. So. And on the weekend, the front door is completely covered in security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you got to be pat down and everything. You don't just walk into the club. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and one thing that I like about cocktails was they immediately uh, released the information to the community, so that way, if we could identify the person, you know, that would help. And I, I know he was identified quickly, but they took they were very proactive about it. They didn't just take it sitting down and we we have to show them that they're not going to intimidate us out of going to our spaces so we can't just close down every venue every time it gets threatened we have to take action yeah exactly like that yeah and then, well, one of the reasons that i did uh say johnson's by accident was because i did we want to talk about the bags could we talk about the bags um, Johnson's a very big promoter of our bingos, um, but the bags are definitely an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, especially at an event in a situation where, um, we are dealing with it. Yeah. Uh, like the, the whole, uh, I guess the, the children, you know, being in appropriate yeah. situations when they're not technically in an inappropriate situation. Like the the accusation accusatory situation, yeah. and honestly, you know, at the end of the day, I have seen people walking around at Pride in a lot skimpier, a lot more profane, and a lot worse fashion. Mm-hmm. So, if it, as long as they're not giving the stuff to children, then I am honestly not too, you know worried about it in that aspect because it isn't really a targeted to children. You know, children can't go into Johnson's. Right, yeah. Like, it, they are not advertising for the children. They are advertising for the community and, the, and for their bar. So, um, it's a very um, interesting uh, situation. It's a double-edged short <laughs> situation. Interesting situation. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. And without going into any, you know, Details. The bag says something suggestive. Uh, I don't know if it suggestive is the word, but it does say something. You know, it, it's a word. It's a play in- on uh, "got milk," but "got Johnsons," but with a, a yeah. different word instead of Johnsons. It's and but it, it's, it's vulgar it, in, it in a certain way. It is very much for, for adults, adults. and yeah. the, and it, the intention was to deliver it to adults. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, it's not like we're we're you, they were wanting to to hand it out to every child out there. Um, and it, it it's a a little bit sad that we have to be hyper vigilant about stuff like that because you know there were very much times where you know pride was a a display of themselves. I mean, I, the leather community walks in pride. Yeah. So are you telling me that the leather community, when they're shirtless and that they're walking down in their leather garments, are they too obscene for pride? Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. if you're going to advertise it as a family affair, um, we have to think about the children. I agree. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. If, if we're going to, which pride uh, this year, the parade is, is for every, it's not advertised for the families, but it is for everybody. Yeah. But the events are like the drag shows are only for adults. But it so seems like the, it's very interesting that they are allowing your, it, though. Yeah. They are allowing kink, uh, I believe, communities into—I uh, think I, I actually 
believe I saw a Facebook event um, about it, and and I am not at all shaming in terms of you know kinks, and I don't believe that it should be you know uh, forbidden uh, for them to you know be in pride. It's just a very interesting double standard that Johnson specifically is being targeted mm-hmm. because of a bag that they're giving out specifically to adults while they're allowing um, various different um, sexual situations and sexual innuendos happening within personal um, experience. Um, and, you know, it's even well, in St. Pride. I've been to Pride for years and I've never seen anything inappropriate. Well, I mean, yeah. at St. Pete Pride, I mean, I'm a, I was shirtless at St. Pete Pride. But, but, so, but people are shirtless at the beach. So are we going to stop going to the beach shirtless? Are women going to stop wearing bikinis now because people on the and the, the Republican Party now are offended by women in bikinis? I mean, what's going to happen to the women at Hooters? Are we going to are gonna, are they gonna have to wear, what, maternity blouses? I mean, I don't know what's going on here. I agree, right. and you I don't I mean? necessarily agree with yeah. uh, what they are doing. I mean, guys, are, guys go shirtless all the time. Are we supposed to cover men up now because oh, we can't see their hairy chest? I mean, I don't know. No. You yeah. know? Right. I mean, it's going to go. Yeah. What's going to happen? I don't right. know. It's just, it's a, when you start banning stuff, you know, it kind of, it becomes a slippery slope. So what yeah. happens at the beach? Are children going to be allowed at the beach now? Because there is nothing more risque than a beach. I agree. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Oh, here, especially. And especially. I, I'm telling you, even even a whole piece bathing suit can be very risque if it's the right one. <laughs> okay. No, I'm serious. You can, you can be completely covered up in a whole piece bathing suit and show everything in it. You know, yeah. so I'm yeah. just saying, so women can't wear bathing suit bikinis anymore. I don't know what's going to. Right. No, and I definitely, and I will never ever be on the side of where, you know, nudity and shirtlessness yeah. is is considered inappropriate because nobody should ever feel ashamed for their body or yeah. what they're into or anything like that. Um, I just, I very much wanted to point out that double standard that yeah. uh, there are other things that are being considered inappropriate yeah. that are being allowed I don't think a bag that is being given to adults is one of those things that should be worried about. Yeah, I think that's all a fair point. And uh, to what you said about pride, I really don't want us to get in the habit of policing pride, policing gay people and trans people because we're afraid of what they're going to say. Because let's be real, the right wing is going to say what they want to say about us no matter what we do. So we should be able to live our fullest lives and pride exists for us to live our fullest lives. So yes, uh, kink and all those things. Parents who are taking their children to pride parades, they're the parents. They're the ones that can have those conversations and they're aware of what's up. And there's also parts of pride that are for everybody and there's parts of pride that are for adults. And we just have to be able to be our whole selves. Straight people don't have to think twice about going out and doing all these different things. So so why do we have to think so hard to express I mean, ourselves? Oh, even more so, like the, in Gasparilla. Like sure. I could not walk two feet without seeing a, a girl in lingerie and a pirate hat yeah. acting very, very obscene. So... Yeah. It's it is a very double a very big double standard. Uh, we got to jump into the good news, and then we're gonna go into some music. Um, this is eighty eight point five WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. Yeah, we-
Hey Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your news twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here is your good queer news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Tampa, a fundraiser for local drag entertainers was held March 9th at Cityside Lounge, raising a large amount of money to assist in their cost to visit Tallahassee in protest of anti-LGBTQ legislation targeting their craft. Republican State Representative Randy Fine introduced House Bill 1423, filed March 3rd, filed as Protection of Children. Equality Florida deemed it as the anti-drag bill, along with its companion Senate Bill 1438, advising lawmakers are targeting live performance art to, quote, attack our drag community. Drag entertainers, including Tampa Bay's Brianna Summers, helped organize a Heal No, We Won't Go gathering in response. The measure also prompted Aaron Perry Cruz, also known as performer Erica PC, to organize a fundraiser to send entertainers from Tampa to Tallahassee in protest. A total of 13 performers were featured on March 9th. Multiple Tampa Bay performers have since been to the Capitol to give their opinion regarding the legislation. Local entertainers plan to return to Tallahassee April 25th to stand in solidarity against anti-LGBTQ legislation. In Tampa, Tampa's Tico Line streetcar system is increasing its peak hour service starting this Sunday. The change kicks off Sunday, March 19th, when the streetcar will pick up riders every 12 minutes from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. The 12-minute pickup window will also happen Fridays and Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. The streetcar will continue to pick up passengers every 15 minutes outside of peak hours. Hillsborough Area Regional Transit, or HART, said the increased peak hour service is to, quote, accommodate the increase in ridership the streetcar experiences on the weekends. Tampa's streetcar has been available to all riders since 2018, thanks in part to a $2.7 million grant from the Florida Department of Transportation. In recent years, Hart says the streetcar carried over a million riders in the 2022 fiscal year. In St. Petersburg, St. Pete Pier's first ever roller rink opened March 9th with each ticket offering up to 75 minutes of skating time. Besides a 6,000 square foot rink, guests can expect DJs, food, drinks, and even a disco ball. You can bring your own skates or rent a pair. More information is on the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Located at Pier Plaza, the rink runs until April 9th. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good queer news from the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Happy St. Patty's Day, and on the 17th at Zoe's, the Legends of Tampa Bay hit the stage all together, featuring Miss Joey Brooks, Esme Russell, Felicity Lane, and Melanie Mignon. Two shows, award-winning food and drinks, Zoe's is located at 2825 First Avenue South in St. Pete. Then on Saturday the 18th is the first intensive basic self-defense course for our LGBTQ plus community. Instructed by the staff of Weapons Brand, you can get all the information at Found Family Club collective's instagram page all week outshine at home is streaming chrissy judy she's been described as a free spirit a daydreamer and boy crazy hot mess visit outshinefilm.com for more information the official girl pride tampa is happening at the crowbar on the 25th guest performances by sarah peacock siobhan new rules just to name a few doors open at one for more information please visit their facebook page at girl pride tampa this has been your tampa bay gay community calendar more information at tampabaygay.com Wow, now that's a big RV. But when's the last time you used it? Just imagine all the room you'll gain when you move that motorhome, RV, or other vehicle getting in the way. WMNF accepts cars, trucks, RVs, and more as a form of support. Plus, donating is easy and the pickup is free. Go to WMNFcar.org for more. 
This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. We packed my bags last night, we flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much I miss my wife It's lonely out in space On such a timeless flight
WMNF Tampa. I have been Christopher Gorman, your news twink and show host here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by my gaggle of friends, Mr. Brian Hankson and Esme Russell. Good morning. Good morning, guys. I hope you all had fun. (laughs) Uh, We were also joined by the Found Family Collective, Angel and Set. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And we're also joined by Weapon Brand. Uh, We got Brian over here. Hey, everybody. And we got Jamie. Jamie, you have a special shout out that you want to give to somebody. I do. Today is my beautiful niece, Michaela's birthday and my dad's birthday. So two of the most important people in my life were both born today. And I just wanted to say happy birthday. Happy Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That's awesome. Well, I also want to give a special shout out to Slowburn uh, coming up next. Uh, he said some really nice things about our show last week that honestly, when I was driving home, made me get the warm, fuzzy feelings inside. So much love to to Slowburn, and I look forward to passing it off to our good friend, Mr. Slowburn. And also. Um, Gotta love the warm and fuzzies. Absolutely. Sorry, I thought the music just dropped out, but it's just a, a, a lower point of the song. So, Brian and Esme, thank you guys so much for, for always being here with thank us. You. You're welcome. It was fun. Absolutely. And thank you guys to, to Weapon Brand and Found Family Collected. If you guys are interested in their event that they are offering for the LGBTQ community, it is avail- uh, more information is available on our Facebook page. Um, and for the last little 20 seconds of our show, I just want to let everybody know that you are loved, you are cared for, and I very much appreciate everybody and their support for the Big Gay Radio Show and just WMNF in general. So we hope you have a great rest of your night. And um, honestly, just remember to stay positive. Positive. Bye. 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 Thank you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> nice.